Welcome to the Christian Caffeine Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's a Christian Caffeine Podcast, I should say. Um, I hope you're enjoying the series so far. I think we're on episode 10 and we are starting to get a little bit of momentum in terms of daily episodes again. So I'm hoping this is something I can keep up. Um, so hopefully something you can keep up listening to and that you want to listen to. So um, definitely going to put a real emphasis on that. So thank you for listening. I hope you've... Uh, Hope you've had a good day so far, or if you're walking your dog, or in the gym, or whatever it is you're doing just now, I hope you're doing it well, uh, and for the Lord, and all that other Christian stuff, I should probably say. Um, but we're going to jump right into it today, uh, I am going to uh, play some stupid little jingle, and then we're going to crack on with the meat of today's episode. <laughs> So I've been thinking about joy a lot um, for various reasons. I think um, my life has been marred by some real ups and downs over the last few months, last few weeks, last few years. Uh, as I jokingly say to my wife, I'm sure the next decade will be a lot better than the last one. Um, our life has been really kind of rocked by a lot of health and other issues. And during those kind of trials, during that time, um, something I've really had to learn about through bitter experiences, the notion of joy and what that means for the Christian in the face of uh, hardship and heartache and trials and tribulations and pain and suffering and loss. Um, without going into too much detail um, about my, my personal life, I don't want to cross any boundaries for my family that they might not want to talk about, um, I, I can summarise it by saying that in the last 12 months, even just in the last year, uh, we've had deaths and family you know, bereavement uh, of close family members um, we have had uh, mental health issues, long term sickness we've had uh, diagnosis of autism and all that comes with that in terms of behavioural problems with our, our children um, we've had massive financial upset on account of of these issues, we've had to move home in order to to kind of to kind of survive as a, as a family unit, and I mean all sorts of all sorts of things. I mean I could go on, but that's just in the last twelve months. Um, so this is something I'm not, you know, standing here preaching based on my position as a an affluent upper middle class uh, you know comfortable um, guy whose idea of of a trial or a tribulation is, is getting the wrong kind of milk and he's six pound cappuccino or whatever you know it's you know I've I've tasted real the the business end of of life if you like I've I've had it in the slap in the face from life more than once in the very recent past and certainly over the last decade I could tell some stories 
um, of hardship, believe me. But um, that's not to say I have it worse than anyone else. It's just to say I'm not, you know, this is something I've lived. Um, everyone has their own stories. Everyone has their own pain in their life, whether they choose to acknowledge it or pretend it doesn't exist or make more of it than they should or, or what have you. That's an individual thing. But, you know, we've all got our own pain, however we choose to, to look at that and deal with it. But the, So the question is... What's to do with joy in the midst of that? You know, when your wife's seriously ill, your child's got a chronic diagnosis, um, you can't afford to pay your mortgage because you're not able to work because you have to look after them. In the face of that, what does it do with joy? Like, as Christians, are we not meant to be happy? And yet, life is slapping us in the face. So that's why I've had to wrestle with with joy and notions of it. Um, so I wonder, first of all, I wonder if you can be honest with yourselves about how your life's panning out. Because even just, I am a real kind of glass half full kind of guy and I will, drives my wife crazy because I will always look for the best in every situation and I will always, it's like I, I paint a picture more rosy than it, than it maybe is most of the time. And, my wife's always concerned if I go to like medical appointments and stuff whether or not I'll actually present you know an honest review of the situation because I'm so focused on the positive um when I when I try and think about life I'm not always I mean I do my that's that's like my default I have my off days when things get on top of me don't get me wrong but you know um so I wonder if you can be even honest with yourself about about the state of play in your life because that, for some, just that can be a real challenge, you know. So I wonder where you are with that. But as a Christian, we are called to have this joy. And for the longest time, I really struggled with that. Like, this was some kind of manufactured, you know, slap on a smile and plough through this crud of life. Uh, you know, I really, I really struggled with that, but I've come to learn the hard way of what it means. I mean, you've got episodes in in the Bible and the New Testament of Paul, you know, praising God in prison, and for me, that was a real picture that I, I held on to during some of the hard times. Was you have to. It really comes down to perspective, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You have to have a perspective on the situation, you know. When you put your salvation in perspective with the pains and trials of life, it dwarfs it, you know, and to have, to be able to, to understand the massive implication that is your ability and your relationship with God, your ability to have a relationship with your God is so overwhelming when you think about it that uh, everything else just seems so small and I think that's how Paul was able to praise God in prison and I think that's where our joy has to come from. Of course, things hurt and you will have tears and it's right to acknowledge that and to grieve and to question and to to get angry. And 
all these things are right and, and good that you do it, but the underlying bedrock of the Christian faith is the idea that the likes of you and me can have this relationship with the creator of the universe that he would hold us in the palm of his hand and that he would save us from ourselves despite ourselves is so fundamentally jaw-dropping it's just so huge that everything else when you look at it in that perspective from that perspective everything else just fades away and you have to learn how to do that and I think sadly the only way you can really learn that is through actual trauma through through loss, through pain through bereavement, through or whatever it is, you know, through injustice or unfairness or whatever. Um, but I don't think there's any other way to learn that through life. And like I say, when I first became a Christian, I thought this joy was this everyone needs to smile all the time. But it's not that. It's that through the the deepest possible pain, through the loss of a an immediate family member and through the, the horrific grief that you feel that you have this bedrock, this underlying rock that you can cling to that says my God is enough that says there's more and yes this is painful whatever it is you're going through yes this hurts, yes this is feels like it's more than you can handle but you have this underlying root this rock that you could hang on to of of your salvation of your relationship with God and I think that's how we're able to get through the hardest of times is that no matter what life throws at us in the book of James I mean people always say why is God hurting me and why is God testing me and why is God tempting me and the book of James puts that question to bed, God doesn't tempt you you know it tells us that, I won't quote it just now, but you can look it up if you want, James, I'm sure it's chapter 1 or maybe 2, probably chapter 1 um, yeah, we have this underlying bedrock as Christians of joy that comes from a relationship with the creator of the universe and our ability to feel that joy is directly linked to our ability to remember that and to put that into its rightful perspective it's not to play down the hurt and the pain but in the midst of that to remember there is something much bigger that you have that nothing can take away <laughs>